Not afraid to tell it like it is. The Scott Thompson Show, weekdays from noon till 3 on AM 900 CHML. Just as Andrew Goodman began his charge to the jury today in the Tim Bosma murder trial, down there, of course, is Alex Pearson covering the Tim Bosma murder trial for us. She is with us now. Hey, Alex, how you doing today? Hello there, Scott. How are you? Good. Thanks for taking the time, as always. We appreciate you squeezing us in here. Um, oh, it's my pleasure, sir. What I- what's it like? What's it like inside the courtroom today? Can you, infeel- can you feel the intensity of, of the decision that has to come down here? Um. Today is not that day. I mean, today is a day of very technical, very dry, very long kind of legal. It's like a crash course in all things legal for the jury. Um, so it's it's very technical. And for for those of us who have covered charges, I mean, look, it, it, it's kind of like tooth extraction. It's mm. like you know you've got to do it, and you know how important it is. It doesn't mean you're going to enjoy the process. It's just very, very um, technical and legal and long. We heard your reports earlier yeah. on here today on CHML where uh, the judge had said disregard certain things that mm-hmm. certain, attorney, uh, certain attorneys had said. Is that something that would have come up in those legal arguments that we were talking about earlier in the week? Do you think one of the lawyers would have said, hey, you know what, he said this in his closing statement, you can't really say that, you better clarify that? Yeah, I think you're you're talking about the Crown closing. When Tony Leach, and, and I'll give you an example of it, Tony Leach said, uh, remember Tim, yeah. and kind of went into, and it was at the very end of his Crown's closing, where he said, you know, Tim's not here to speak for himself. He had so much to live for. Remember Tim when you're deciding. We, you know, that, that became a, a bit of a legal argument. And... So the judge included it in his charge, and it was almost off the top, and that's the kind of thing that he's doing. So it, it, there's nothing out of line. This is like every single other charge I've ever done. They're kind of all the same in the structure of how they're presented. But what he was saying is that was out of line. You, you are not to base your decision on Tim Bosma, and you're not to base your decision on the Bosma family. You are to base it on the facts of this case and what the evidence told you. Do not mm. let emotion don't let opinion, don't let the news media, nothing is to to sway your decision. You must only look at the facts, not suggestions, not, you know, um, theories, the facts of the case. And so that was important. So he said, disregard that. Another area that he went in, he said, you know, just because Della Millard didn't testify does not make him guilty. It is his right under the charter. He does not have to testify. It doesn't mean he's any more innocent or any more guilty. So I want you to disregard Mr. Smith's comments when he was on the stand where he said, look, I'm on the stand and Mr. Millard's not. And he got real mouthy about it a few times. And the judge said, it doesn't matter what he said. He said that for completely self-serving and gratuitous um, reasons disregard it. So this is the kind of thing that we're hearing. So essentially, he said, the decision's only up to you. I'm not going to decide it for you. The news media is not going to decide it for you. Tim Bosma, the family, none of this is going to decide it. You must only look at what you saw in the evidence and all you heard in the testimony. You must weigh, do you believe certain witnesses? Don't just assume that because they're a police officer, they're right. You have to weigh each one of these witnesses. Are they believable? Is what they said credible? And what do you take away from that? Some some of you will believe all of it. Some of you will believe none of it. Take from it what you need. You know, there are a lot of witnesses in this case, Scott, who, who essentially were very dishonest because not only did they lie to the police during the statements, 
but during their testimony, uh, a lot of them forgot most of, of, of everything. And so he said, you have to decide in these witnesses, you know, their motive. You know, do they have, uh, you know, in Christina Nuke's case, you know, she's up on charges. So mm. consider, is she a credible witness? Did you hear her evidence? Did you see? Her? He would actually go into that much detail, would he? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Literally. So he, and he would actually uh, and mention so he would actually horrible. mention names when he's doing this. Oh yes, he'll really? go into very specific pieces of evidence and and witness testimony, and he'll draw it out and say, "Take a look at this. Take a look at the letters. Take a look at the yeah. Oh yeah, it's very." Uh, you know, mm. conversations between Shane Schlattman and Mr. Millard. You are not to include this in your deliberations. It does not matter what conversations they had because it doesn't pertain to this case. So he essentially is going through every single witness, every single piece of evidence, and saying, here's what you can take, here's what you have to disregard. So that's why it is so technical um, and can take so long. How does he package this? How does he do this all day and keep everybody's <laughs> attention? How, like does well, he does he start at the beginning and then methodically go through it like like the crown did yep. and, and well, just okay day one here's what we got to cover day two here's what we got to cover and or whatever. He started writing this charge months ago. It's not the kind of thing you can write in a couple of days. Yeah. So this would have been something that he was, you know, chiseling away at uh, and and building over months and tweaking it and rebuilding it and tweaking it and adding it in. And then, of course, meeting with the lawyers as to what areas they wanted highlighted and what, what they felt needed to be included or highlighted to be disregarded. All of that stuff has been going in here, the closing argument. So this, this judge has had an enormous task in taking four and a half months of testimony and evidence and condensing it into, you know, a, a neat little package tied up with a nice little bow and keep it as, as kind of concise and clear for the jury. I've got to say, in all the charges I've uh, had to endure, this one's actually um, pretty easy to follow, although there's a ton of information. Um, but he's actually done a fairly good job so far of explaining it. He hasn't pulled out the decision tree. I don't know if he's going to. Um, but, but the jury essentially is going to take his instructions, and, and he has kind of laid it out, like, you're going to hear this, and you're going to hear this, and he's picking away at these categories. There's 11 categories, so everything from witness testimony to evidence to backgrounds. He said you're not to make your decision based on Mark Smitch's criminal behavior. Hmm. Never mind that he got convicted. Never mind that he listens to bad rap music. Never mind um, that he sells drugs. You are not to make your decision just because someone does you know, nefarious things does not make them guilty of this particular crime. So really, he's asked this jury, erase your brain of everything you've heard outside of this particular case and only make your decision based on that. It's very, very difficult. I mean, think of yourself with all the personal opinions that you would have on just about any topic. Yeah, really. And, and say, erase this and be objective. It's a very difficult role for a person to be put in because it's almost impossible not to have a personal feeling, especially about a case like this. Mm. The fact that the judge had to say certain things uh, at the beginning of the case, like, you, you know, you, you can't listen to this, you can't listen to that, or you can't take this into consideration, does that raise any concern that there could be a mistrial or that, um, you know, that we're on thin ice at, at certain points? 
and, and this could come back to haunt us at any time? Or is he mitigating all of that by making sure he's saying this? Well, no, I mean, as much as I kind of, uh, you know, moan and groan about the, 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 the you know, hardships of, of listening to charges. And well, I only I only say that because they're just so... No, no. You have yeah, to I know what you're it, saying, yeah. They are one of the, if not... If they are one of the most important parts of a trial, because this judge is essentially drawing a pathway of how they decide the fate mm-hmm. of two men, mm-hmm. and many a case have been, you know, tossed out or, or uh, lost on appeal based on the charge. We've had several times where a charge wasn't delivered properly, yeah. and boom. There well, you could see how you court. you could see how you could be accused of leading the jury. I mean, because that's yes. what you're sort. That, that's what you're describing. They're trying to do. They're trying to sort of allow them to come to a decision, but you've got to allow them to do it from a neutral point, not from this angle or that angle. Yeah, absolutely. So you better believe that uh, Justice Goodman has uh, done everything in his power to make sure that he's not leading them in one way or another, but that he's giving them directions. And and these are things that they can also question. So once they're finished and they go into, um, you know, uh, their uh, deliberations, um, you know, they can come back and ask questions. They write them down on a piece of paper in an old-fashioned way, and they can ask the judge uh, for direction if they start getting confused about things. Um, but I think the Crown did a really, really good job in its closing, pointing out, you do not need to decide who pulled the trigger. And I think that was probably one of the clearest ways to explain it. Don't get caught up in the legalities of who, you know, the finger of blame, who pulled the trigger. It doesn't matter. What you need to decide is, did these men plan to steal, to kill, and incinerate? Which I think simplified it a fairly uh, good deal. Now, they'll be given a copy uh, of the charge, I think. Uh, That will be up to the judge's discretion. But they'll go through it. And there'll be a foreman, so they'll they'll kind of talk things through each. Point. It'll take them a day just to do that. Oh yeah, no, no. There's no question. These guys aren't coming back in five minutes. Even yeah. when they do make their decision on on both of these men, um, there's no question that they'll go back over the evidence to make sure that they haven't missed anything. Yeah. There's texts that they have to read. There are uh, witness testimony. Those letters. There's a lot of those letters they've got to read. There's a ton of information that they have to go through before they can come uh, to their decision. So, so there's no question they'll be pretty busy. Uh, obviously, over this case and in, in the the weeks and months of this case, y- you've been in the courtroom and 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 seen some uh, pretty interesting things to say the least. What's it like now without? Uh, all of those sort of distractions of uh, a testimony going on, and now you just get to focus yeah. on the jury. What, what's the jury like while this is all going on? What are they doing? What's the demeanor of the jury? Well, okay, well, first of all, I should point out that we lost one of the jury members today um, who was uh, excused. Now, don't forget, there were initially right. 14, then we got whittled down to 13. And after this charge, we were going to go down to 12. One of them would have been cut loose. Uh, but essentially, one of them came in and, and delivered a private letter to the judge asking to be excused because of a personal uh, issue they were dealing with that right. wasn't disclosed. Um, so now we are down to those 12 jurors. Right. Um, some of them are, are writing notes. Some of them are yawning. <laughs> some of them yeah. are biting their nails. Uh, some of them are, are listening intently. Some of them will already have made up their mind. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's no question some of them will have decided in their own head uh, what what they're doing. So, um, you know, that's where they're at. So I just kind of watch them closely and uh, see where 
uh, where they're going. But, but there's a question. If it's a lot for me to take in on this stuff, and yeah. I actually find it pretty interesting, not everyone finds this interesting, so they'll kind of glaze over. What about the accused? Um... Well, the smitch is generally as he is, stoic and, and listening. Dellen's uh, taking notes as he does. He doodles a lot. Mm-hmm. There's no question he doodles. Um, but there's no question for the Bosma family. You know, this is this is when it comes down to nail-biting time. And certainly by Monday, uh, you know, when the jury shows up with their bags packed, um, they will go into, I mean, it will be... You ever have that nervous feeling? You're yeah. not quite sure what you're nervous about, but you're yep. just kind of always nervous? Yep. That, that's what everyone will be once this jury goes out um, mm. to decide the fate of these men. There's a lot riding on it. Uh, can you make a prediction? Is there any way <laughs> to predict how long these people will be out? Has he, have you ever been accurate in doing that? Is anybody ever accurate in doing that? No. Uh, I long ago gave up guessing. I mean, look, I always like to kind of guess in my head, like, I think, you know, uh, it'll be two and a half days. But um, as I learned a long time ago, you just cannot, it's it's really hard to get two people to agree on mm-hmm. one thing. These guys are 12, yeah. and they have to decide the fate of two men. So it would not surprise me if this went for four or five days. It wouldn't surprise me if it went an hour. It, it just nothing would surprise me as far as, as what they do. Um, but the longer it tends to go on, uh, it's not generally the outcome you want. So we will watch for that. Hmm. So meaning uh, if it takes a long period of time, there's lots of questioning. Well, if it's going into six or seven days, then you know the jury is really uh, hung up on something. And because you have two people and because, you know, I think one of the areas they could get hung up on is, is whether or not they believe Mr. Smitch and his story, you know. Uh, if one of them believes uh, that he wasn't in the truck and he wasn't there, um, and as Mr. Dungey, don't forget, he pointed out, my client is guilty of mm-hmm. accessory after the fact and nothing more, certainly not murder. Yeah. Well, he's not charged with accessory after the fact. So yeah. are they going to quit him? Those are the kinds of things that will kind of hang them up or make them kind of pause. So. I, I, I can guess all I want, but I never know, and nothing yeah. surprises me. How do you, how will this end up today? Because again, they've got to come back and start this again yeah. on Monday, right? So how will he end up today and dividing this into two over into two sections over the weekend? Yeah. So he, uh, I think, well, he'll finish up probably around four o'clock. Let the jury go for the weekend, and they're supposed to go out around Monday, kind of latish afternoon. Um, he's moving at pretty good pace. So he'll he'll let them go and kind of take a break over the weekend, and then we'll come back Monday and finish up. He still has to go through quite a bit of explaining to the jury as to how they can kind of come to different degrees. Don't forget, they don't have to come back with first. Um, they can come back kind of. They can come back. Sorry, mm-hmm. a little bit there. Um, they can come back with with different verdicts for both of these men, and that's what he has to explain is is how they can come uh, to the verdict. All right, Alex Pearson is with us, of course, covering the Tim Bosma murder trial down at the courthouse. Day one of the jury being charged, a break over the weekend. They'll get back at it Monday, and then by Monday afternoon, hopefully into deliberation. Alex, as always, thanks for the time. Much appreciated. My pleasure, sir.